My name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 147 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGillwright, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, bucking conventional wisdom. Most people in this country eat a pretty terrible diet. And because of that, most people are experiencing some sort of metabolic dysfunction. Their blood sugar and blood pressure are way too high, carrying around too much body fat. They're at a higher risk for heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, just to name a few. The troubling part about all this is that this is considered normal here in this country, okay? And in a lot of other parts of the world. So if you want to be different, meaning that you want to be the healthiest human being that you can possibly be, you're going to have to do things differently for most people. You're going to have to buck conventional wisdom. So in this episode, I'm going to break down what's considered normal, what's not, and how bucking conventional wisdom might be the best possible thing that you could do for yourself. And as always, if you're looking for some help with any of this or all the stuff that I'm talking about here on the podcast, consider applying for coaching with me. It's one thing to know what to do. It's quite another thing to actually have the expert guidance and support of a coach to hold you accountable and help you make all these big changes that you want for yourself. Whether it's improving your body composition, getting stronger, running faster, or just becoming the healthiest and most badass version of yourself, working with a coach is how you get there. So if you want to have me in your corner every step of the way, apply to join the Running Lean Coaching Project. To learn more, just go to runningleancoaching.com apply. I would love to have you in my unique weight loss coaching program for runners, the Running Lean Coaching Project, where the project is you. Okay, so what prompted this conversation today? So I've been thinking a lot about what people consider normal. And I talked to a lot of clients who feel like what they're doing is not normal and, and therefore is difficult or is challenging or is uncomfortable or is hard. And they fall into this place where they just want to be doing all the normal stuff. Okay, so they feel like maybe they are the weird one at the table. They feel like an outsider. They kind of feel separate, not a part of, because they're not going along with what everybody else is doing. And they see this as a problem. So they see it as a problem because conventional wisdom will tell them, and conventional wisdom tells us, that we should be eating the food pyramid, right? That we should never restrict any foods. That, you know, in order to run as a a runner, in order to function well as a runner, you have to like eat all the carbs and all the sugar, right? And so when we get it into our heads that we should be doing all this stuff out there, there there becomes this internal conflict because what we want to do in order to change our health for the better, in, to, in order to improve our health, our fitness, our, our speed, our uh, body composition, whatever it is you want for yourself, what we do to get there goes against conventional wisdom. 
And people feel like they should be able to do what everybody else is doing, but they can't do what everybody else is doing because they can't make these changes they want for themselves. So that's where the internal conflict comes from. That's where the inner turmoil comes from. Everybody else is drinking alcohol and I'm not. Everybody else is eating the pizza and getting dessert and eating the ice cream and eating all the junk food and I'm not. And the internal conflict isn't actually caused by what other people are doing. It's caused by your thoughts because you think you should be able to do what everybody else is doing and you should be able to become healthier and lose the weight and get stronger and improve your health and all that stuff, right? The cold hard truth is this though. You don't become badass by doing what everybody else is doing. You only become badass by ditching conventional wisdom and cutting your own path, okay? So here's, here's the trouble with what, what everybody else out there is doing. So most people are eating the food pyramid or the my plate or whatever the government is telling us we should be eating, okay? The government has this agenda to push grains on us, to push sugars on us. All these studies are funded by the uh, big agricultural companies, big food companies like Kellogg's and Coca-Cola. And they're making these decisions about what we should be eating in this country, okay? So a lot of the, the food programs in this country, uh, the things that are served in hospitals, what our kids eat in schools, what the military eats, all this is driven by the food pyramid or my plate or whatever they're calling it these days, okay? This is a diet that is very high in sugar and carbohydrates. It's, it's up to 65% of your calories should be coming from refined grains and sugar. And you should limit fats and meats and you should just be eating all the grains like that's the healthy stuff. You know, eat the fruits and the grains and, and stay away from, you know, fat and, and meat and things like that. But you know what's interesting is if you want to fatten up a cow, what do you do? You feed it grains, right? So grass-fed beef, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, this is beef that only eats grass. If you've ever seen this at the grocery store, you will see that it is very lean. There, It's very red, like there's very little marbling in there at all. There's very little fat in there at all, almost none. But when you look at grain-fed beef or grain-finished beef, in other words, they feed it grain towards the end of its uh, cycle or whatever, then there's a lot of fat in that. So isn't it interesting that cows naturally don't eat grains, cows eat grass, and they can you know, stay pretty lean if they do that. But that's not what people want, so we feed cows grains to fatten them up. You wanna know how to fatten up a human being? Feed them grains. <laughs> we'll just do the exact same thing. It'll create all this um, uh, internal visceral fat and intramuscular fat. And if you don't want all that, then stop eating the grains. Pretty simple, right? How about um, wild caught salmon? Have you ever seen wild caught salmon at the store? It's very lean. There's very little fat in there. It's, it's delicious. It's really got a nice, beautiful orangish red color. And, um, and then there's the, the farmed salmon. The farmed salmon is fed a diet of plants and grains and fish meal. And farmed salmon, you know, it's really fatty because they're feeding it weird stuff like grains again, right? Fish don't eat grains, right? And so when you, when you feed a fish the grains, this is how you fatten them up, right? And what's interesting about salmon is that farmed salmon because the, the salmon are not eating their normal diet of krill, which actually colors their flesh because of the pink 
uh, little creatures, whatever they are, um, they have to add dye to the to the meat or to the to the feed that they feed the salmon. Otherwise, they would just be gray. And people don't want to eat gray salmon, right? So anyway, this is all really dysfunctional, like the way that we fatten up animals in order to, uh, you know, make them more desirable for us. But here's the thing. Here's my point with all this is that we humans, we're not really designed to process the grains either. So when we eat the grains, we get fat too. You know, you want to increase the intramuscular fat in yourself, just eat a bunch of grains. Okay. So the, the, the point with all this is that when you look out in the wild, and you look at wild animals, there are no overweight wild animals because each animal species is eating a specific diet that is appropriate for that animal. The only two animals, well, maybe I'll make an exception here, but the only, the only animals on this planet that are overweight would be humans and their pets. And of course, the cows and pigs and fish that we fatten up intentionally, okay? So we human beings are not eating the appropriate diet, but we're following the food guidelines. We're doing what we're supposed to do. We're, and we're good at following directions like this. You know, when, when the government came out with all the dangers of smoking cigarettes, we listened, we stopped smoking in the 1970s, over 40% of Americans smoked. And that number is way, way down to just 16% in 2018. So they came out with all these guidelines and told us, hey, smoking is bad, you should stop smoking. And we did, you know, down from 40% to 16%. That's amazing. And the same goes for the, the, the food guidelines, right? The standard American diet that we have today was introduced in 1980. And up to that point, the obesity rates in this country were pretty stable, you know, during the 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Once we introduced these guidelines, obesity rates began to surge. So they were around 13% in 1980. Obesity rates in this country were about 13%. In 2022, that number is up to 40%. 40% of people in the U.S. are considered obese today. That's for adults. And then for children, I, this kind of makes me sad because we're, we're fattening up our kids, unfortunately. But the, the obesity rates for children was 5% before 1980, and it's up to 20% today. So by all means, like feel free to do what everybody else is doing, but just know that what everybody else is doing is really bad for you. It's detrimental to your health and well-being, okay? So you might be thinking, well, you know, Patrick, I'm a runner, and so this stuff doesn't really apply to me, right? And here's what I'm going to say about that. Because every single day I talk to runners who've been following the conventional wisdom out there. They might be eating the standard American diet as well. And they think that running is going to be the cure-all. That if they just run more, everything will be fine. And that doesn't really work. Or they're eating what I call the typical runner's diet which is the all carbs all the time, like they're carbitarians, right? So they carb load for days leading up to the long runs. They're fueling up on carbs before running. They're sucking down the gels and the goos and the Gatorade, which is just sugar water during their runs. They're making sure they get all those recovery carbs too after their runs. And they're basically just eating whatever they want. They're like, oh, I'm just gonna eat donuts and beer and ice cream and pizza, whatever, because hey, I'm a runner, I run. Isn't that good enough? 
and they literally cannot understand why they keep gaining weight, especially as they get older. All that sugar, all those grains, all that high carbohydrate diet just eventually catches up with you and you start packing on the pounds. And I had personal experience with this too. You know, I was training for ultra marathons and eating that kind of diet that I just described. It was like all carbs all the time. And during this period, there was times where I was running up to 85 miles a week. And over about a two and a half year period or so, I gained like 40 pounds. So all this running in the world wasn't impacting my weight at all. I kept slowly gaining weight. And so this is not unusual. This is not just a one-off type of thing. Like I said, I talk to people every single day who are doing what everybody else is doing. They're following the conventional wisdom and it just doesn't work. They just keep getting you know, more overweight, they're carrying around way too much body fat and, and running is not helping with this, right? The diet is wrong. The diet does not work. Now, the conventional wisdom out there, it might work for some people. That's fine. If you're one of those people that's like, hey, Patrick, I eat whatever I want and I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not overweight. I'm f super healthy and I can eat all that stuff. I'm like, totally fine. Like, if that works for you, that is amazing. But that is not the case for most people. So you get to decide what you want to do. And if, it, if what, what's working out there, you know, the conventional uh, thinking is working for you, fine. But if it's not, you got to try a different approach. You got to do something different. Maybe try stop eating the processed foods and the sugar and the grains and see what happens. Maybe stop doing all the fast food stuff because... You know, it's easy, but it's not really good for you. It's not really working for you. Start eating actual, real, whole food instead. Maybe stop doing the all-carb diet as a runner and see how you can improve your health and your running at the same time by ditching some of those problematic carbs and sugars and stuff. Bucking conventional wisdom is hard. It's hard because we are a society that loves junk food. Just about every packaged Processed food is made with junk. It's sugar, refined grains, seed oils. It's like, these are the worst three things that you can put into your body, by the way. And when you go out to eat at restaurants, you know, you, you're, you're going to places whose menus are just full of foods that contain those three ingredients, right? And it can be challenging sometimes to find real food at restaurants, which seems ridiculous, right? Restaurants are interesting, too, because they're pushing appetizers. So that's the food you eat before you eat your food. They're pushing alcohol on you. That's their big moneymaker. They're pushing desserts on, on you. That's the food you eat after you eat your food. So their, their job is really to drive up the price of your bill as much as possible. They don't care about your health. They don't care about you being healthy and feeling good. They want to make as much money off of you as possible. That's it which is fine. I get it. They're a business. They're running, a, you know, they want to like make sure that you leave, you know, happy and uh, uh, fat and happy when you leave the restaurant, you know, and it's working, it's working, you know, and then there's like social pressures, you know, going against what normal quote unquote normal people are doing is hard because there's social pressures from friends and family. Oh, come on, Patrick, just live a little, you know, have a drink, eat the dessert. You deserve it. You've been good all week. You know, come on, just live a little every now and then. Let your hair down, so to speak. Or, you know, uh, oh, well, I have kids and, and my kids have to eat all this junk food. So I keep all this junk food in the house, which means that, you know, I'm just going to eat it sometimes, too, because it's there. 
Or, you know, oh, I'm having lunch with this client at work and my boss is going to be there and they all drink during lunch. So I got to drink too. Or, you know, they're all going to want to eat, you know, this pasta and and bread and stuff. So I have to just go along with it because not doing that is going to be, I don't want to be the weird one at the table. Right. So going against what everybody else is doing is hard. It is uncomfortable. I totally get that. Going against the grain, pun intended, it's uncomfortable because you are different. You're not like everyone else. You're not doing what everybody else is doing. You're not accepting this fate of just getting fatter and sicker and weaker as you get older. You know, you're not using sugar and alcohol to feel better anymore. And that definitely doesn't feel good, but it's temporary. So you're going to be sitting at the dining, at the dinner table, eating something different than everybody else. Maybe you're eating, they're all eating pizza and you're having a salad instead. But every time you stick to your plan, you reinforce this idea that being a healthy human being is important to you. And every time you give in and just go along with what everybody else is doing, you reinforce the notion that your health is not that important to you, that it's more important to just be comfortable here in this moment. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to really ask yourself, what do you want for yourself? Do you want to become the healthiest and most badass version of yourself? I hope you do. Because if you do, you got to do things differently. Most people eat a pretty crap diet. Most people are overweight. Most people have some sort of metabolic dysfunction happening in their body. Most runners are carrying around way too much body fat. Most people, as they get older, get weaker and fatter. And you need to ask yourself, do you want this for yourself or do you want something more? Because if you want something more, it's going to take a little bit of work to get there. It's going to take being willing to be uncomfortable in those situations where you're doing things differently. It's going to take you getting to this place where you feel good about yourself and you feel confident about yourself and you feel confident in your decisions that you're making in those moments where everybody else is doing the normal junk food and getting whatever foods that they will. And you're doing something different. You're being different. And I think that when you get to that place, it is an amazing place to get to. Because you no longer care about what is considered normal. The conventional wisdom doesn't work for most of us. So we got to buck the system. We got to do things differently. We got to cut our own path. And you get to decide if that's what you want for yourself. Because if you do want that, be willing and ready to embrace the discomfort that comes along with that. Okay? There will be discomfort that comes along with that, I promise you. But it's short-lived. It's temporary. It doesn't last forever. It takes some time to get past that. But once you do get past that, that's where the good stuff really starts to happen. Cool? And as always, if you want help with this, I'm here for you. We'll put together a personalized plan just for you. I'll help you stay on track. And together, we will get you there. Cool? That's all I got for you today. Love you all. Keep on running lean. I'll talk to you soon. If you're a runner and you've been struggling to lose weight or you keep losing and gaining the same 10 pounds over and over again, or you're finally ready to get to your natural weight and stay there for good this time, then I have something you will love. 
I've created a powerful new training just for you called Running Lean for Life. You'll learn exactly how to transform yourself into a lean, fat-burning running machine so you can run without bonking, lose weight without calorie counting, and develop the habits required to make it last for life. To get this free training right now, go to runningleanpodcast.com forward slash lean for life and start your transformation today. 